Hey there, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Here's What I'm Seeing, conversations from the front lines of life and leadership. My name is Adam Tarno. Today on the podcast, I got my good friend, Adam Landrum. Adam and I met when I was, I think, 19 years old. I was a freshman at Clemson University. So he and I have known each other for almost 27 years now. He and his family live up in Greenville, South Carolina. He's the owner of Up and Up Agency. They're a digital marketing and strategy agency that focuses on higher education. They uplift brands that uplift others, hence Up and Up Agency. I really like that. I think that's so cool. So here's the story. I emailed Adam because I had this idea for a podcast on something related to leadership and teams, and I thought Adam would be a great person to have this conversation with. So I sent him an email laid out the basic premise of the episode and said, what do you think? Do you want to come on this podcast and have this conversation with me? Well, shortly after I sent that to him, I got an email back from his assistant and she wrote back and said, Adam is away on sabbatical right now, and he, but he would love to be on your podcast and let's just plan it for when he gets back. And I was taken aback by that. I was like, what? Like, who does he think he is? Does he think he's Tim Ferriss or something, living a four-hour work week or something like that? I mean, I've heard of professors and pastors taking sabbaticals, but I have never heard of a market leader taking a sabbatical. So I went around his assistant, and if she's listening, I'm sorry. I went around you, and I texted Adam, and I just said, we're recording. I don't care what's going on. We're recording. I've got some questions. And so I just got done recording an episode with Adam. We ended up recording the one on the leadership thing, and I'll, I'll talk about that here in my closing comments. But uh, I really, at first, I wanted to get in his mind and ask him, like, what were you thinking? Why a sabbatical? Where did this come from? So we just got done recording, and personally, this is one of the most fascinating conversations I've had so far on this podcast. The way he thought through this was challenging. So take a listen to this and be open-minded. Yes, you may never be able to take a month off and take a sabbatical like Adam, but I think there's some great challenges in here for all of us who are responsible for leading others. So with all that being said, enjoy my conversation with Adam Landrum, and I'll be back with a few closing thoughts. Adam, welcome to the podcast. Glad to have you here today. Thank you, Adam. Thanks for having me on the show. Yeah. So you are in Utah right now, which is not where you're from. You're from South Carolina. Um, why are you in Utah right now? Tell our listeners. I am on a month long sabbatical. Okay. So I don't know about you, but, uh, when I hear the word sabbatical, two things pop into my mind. Uh, I think of professors, I think professors take sabbaticals, right? That's something that they do after they're, uh, dealing with undergraduates for so long or doing all this great research, right? They'll go take a sabbatical. I also think about pastoral ministry. That's the other group of people that I know that'll take sabbaticals in the those in pastoral ministry. You are the first business person, uh, business owner that I've ever met or heard of that is taking a sabbatical. So why are you doing this? Where, where did this idea come from? Well, first of all, it's funny. Those are the only two types of uh, folks that I know who take sabbaticals as well. So I'm glad to have invented the third uh, category. <laughs> uh, now, so it started about sabbatical, sabbatical, it may have evolved into sabbatical, but about seven years ago, as a business owner, um, yeah, you know, it, it can be stressful and it can, it can be tough. And, and one reason why I wanted to own a business is so I could have some freedom and flexibility. And so I set this goal of, um, Hey, I want to take the month of June off every year. And I'm about, that's about 70 years ago. So I'm about three for seven. Uh, the first, the first time we did that, we did an RV trip out West, uh, with the family. And the second time we went to, uh, France and Switzerland for about three weeks um, and then now the third time, my wife actually encouraged me. She said, hey, why, why don't you do this by yourself? She knows I'm, I'm an introvert. Um, I get recharged um, you know, with some quality alone time, which I Amen. 
Yeah. And uh, so that's, uh, so that's why I'm, I'm doing sabbatical. I, I, I really, I, my goal is to come back, you know, energized and refreshed and, you know, full of, full of new ideas. And, uh, I think I'm, I'm well on my way to that. Okay. So we're recording right now in the middle of June. Did you start on June 1st? No, uh, I got out here June 7th. Okay. And yeah, so I've, I've been here, what, about 10 days. About 10 days. And so you're just outside of Park City, Utah. Tell, tell the story, because you told it to me before we hit record. Tell the story of why you picked Park City, Utah. Yeah, I mean, doesn't everybody want to go to Park City, Utah? It actually is a really, really cool place. And But I was going to do Colorado. That was my first choice. I love the mountains. I love being out west. And I looked at stringing, you know, like four Airbnbs together. And it, it was going to be pretty costly uh, for me to, you know, just spend on myself. Like, you know, first of all, I'm going on sabbatical all by myself. That's right. selfish in its own right. And then two, I'm going to spend all this money. So we, so that I had this thought: when we go out of town, we have, we have two dogs, and there is a site called TrustedHouseSitter.com, and you probably want to write that down right now because when yeah. you hear about what happened. <laughs> Uh, I'll put a link in the show description for everybody there. <laughs> so, um, so basically, people come to our house and watch our pets for free. They get a free vacation. Greenville, South Carolina, is actually a pretty cool place to go. Yeah, and and they're animal lovers, and so they love. So, it's sort of like you know, hey, I get this Airbnb with dogs. How cool is it for free? How cool is that? Yeah. And so I just thought, it's like, well, why don't I do that? And so I expanded my search outside of Colorado, and I found this house in. Heber City, Utah, outside of Park City, uh, and they were going to their uh, six-bedroom chalet in France uh, for a month, um, and they needed someone to stay at their very nice house to watch their two small dogs. And I said, "Sign me up!" And you know, I actually had to apply. I actually had to beat out you know a lot of people. <laughs> and uh, they chose me for some reason. I'm not sure why, but I had to write a recommendation letter for you. I thought this was for something else. I didn't know, so you could hang out with some dogs. Oh, totally. <laughs> All right. So you got out there to Utah. You're there free. I mean, you're gaming the system already. The listeners are like, Adam is the best guest you've ever had on. That is the coolest thing ever. And so what are the dog's names and what kind of dogs are they? Uh, the dog, oh boy. The dog's name, uh, Lena and Marcel. Okay. And, uh, the type of dogs uh, are small. that is a whole category of dog they're just small yeah and you have a big dog because i was just at your house in april and you have a big dog and so uh yeah Yeah, we have a german shepherd and so yeah it's compared to that it's small and um uh, but they're fun we're having a good time we play we wrestle uh you know i'm doing i'm doing the proper dog thing i'm yeah i love on these dogs which i am yeah, that's really great. So, okay. Again, let's just set up a little bit of context here too. So how long have you been a business owner? Uh, I'm wrapping up year number 20. Well, okay. or year number 19, yeah. So, All right. So 19 or 20 years being an entrepreneur, running a team. So you run, a, um, how would you describe yourself? A digital marketing agency for, uh, so it's named Up and Up. And you try to, uh, let's see if I can remember it, right? Because you try to uplift brands that uplift others. And so you yeah. guys work with a lot of uh, colleges and universities and helping them with their digital marketing strategies, right? Adam, we do not try. We, 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 <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Very Yoda. Yeah, we have brands that uplift others. Yeah, you nailed it. Um, higher ed in particular. So we do brand marketing and web for um, colleges and universities. Yeah. And you've been in that space for all 20 years, right? Oh, no, no. We, I mean, when I started it at, in Atlanta, 
uh, it was a web firm and, you know, whoever needed a website was going to okay. be a customer. Um, if you, if you mean by that, that w- but we've only been in the higher, well, we got Clemson university as a client, um, about 12 years ago. So that's us in the higher ed space. Yeah. But you've been in this digital marketing world really as long as I've known you as an entrepreneur. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So anyway, it, so we're just saying, uh, the point there with that is, uh, you didn't just have two hard years of work and now you're taking a month off. I mean, th- this is after 20 hard years of building a business, uh, working incredibly hard, going through all the transitions. So you've been through, let me just think about this. You've been through uh, some of the dot bomb stuff towards the end of that. You've been through uh, the 08 recession and you've been through the pandemic. Yeah. And so that's the minor event, 9-11. We've been through that too. That's right. Yeah. So you've been through quite a few things. And so it was time uh, to take a little break and just just recharge your battery. So you're going to do this for a month. That's how long you're doing this for, right? That's right. And as you started telling your team, so you've got a team of 15, 16 people that work with you right now, or what's the number? I know last time I was there, how many? 12. 12 now. Okay. So 12 people. So you start telling your team, I'm going to take a month off and go um, wrestle with some dogs. (laughs) (laughs) What, uh, what is their reaction? Uh, you know, relatively supportive. They, they know that, this is a value of mine. Um, and so, you know, they're not, it, it doesn't catch them off guard. Oh, and actually, you know, I should mention, um, we have a policy, a sabbatical policy that if you have been with us for seven years, you get a sabbatical. Okay. And so, you know, for me to take a sabbatical, it's like, Oh, well, yeah, duh. You know, we get that benefit as well. So, um, so, you know, not a shock, but my integrator or my right hand man said, you are not going to do this and leave us with all this work to do. And I <laughs> looked him in the eyes and I said, Jamie, I am going to do this. I will, I will make sure that you, I'm not going to you know, leave you with a bunch of work, but I am doing this. Yeah. So, uh, what about peers? As you start to tell your friends and your network up there in Greenville, I'm going to take a month off. You get any strange looks? What, what are the reactions you get? Yeah. I, uh, so how about peers, brothers, uh, best friend. So, um, well, actually, my mom, I said, hey, I, my wife had told her I was doing this. And I said, I, you heard I'm doing the sabbatical. And she says, yep. And I said, you think it's weird, don't you? She said, yep. <laughs> okay. Thanks, mom. I called my, one of my brothers and he said, is everything okay? <laughs> yes, everything, everything's fine. And then uh, my best friend, I told him, he looked at me like I was an alien. I said, what? I said, what? And he said, oh, I don't know. He goes, you know, you have a wife. And kids in a business, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah. isn't weird at all. Yeah, no responsibilities. Yeah, yeah, I would imagine. Yeah, that's got to be like I told you. I mean, this is you're one of the first um, entrepreneurs I've ever heard that has done this. I think even you know, I I asked you before we hit record. You're like, do you know why I'm doing this? And I'm starting to, and I'm hearing you're in Utah, and I'm seeing some background, and I was like, bro, are you in rehab? Like, are you, is this, is this what rehab? Is that what, what this is? And so like, does anybody think there's a story behind the story? This is a great place. If you need rehab, I would, you know, I encourage you to come here. Pretty, really cool. Um, no, no, I'm not in rehab. I'm not, um, in a midlife crisis. I, I did, t- I did tell, and, and, and I've had like three of those too. So I tell you what I was, um, <laughs> but I, I did mention to my wife, Shelly, I said, Hey, I said, you know, I'm going to come back changed. Like, you know, something's going to change. And, uh, you know, obviously for the better, I hope I said, I don't know exactly what it is. So I think that's in the, in the back of my mind, um, that I just wanted to create 
space and a lot of space. Have you ever have you ever walked in like to a hotel that has an enormous lobby and you're like, why is this lobby so big? Yeah, right? and you're just like, it seems like like a, a lot of wasted space. And then I sort of been paying attention to that so with parks and hotel lobbies and, and even like some corporate lobbies and stuff. And I'm like, oh, they're doing this intentionally. Mm. There, there's a reason behind that. And I think that's really part of what I'm doing with the sabbatical. It's like I wanted to create more space than I needed because I just to let things happen and, and see what happens from, uh, you know, new ideas and um, what changes need to be made and you know, stuff like that. So it's just a it's just a, a, a big reset experiment. Yeah. And you're bringing up a great point there. I'm thinking of Lencioni's book, Death by Meeting. And when he talked about different types of meetings and talked about uh, strategic meetings, that a lot of times as a business owner, you're thinking about strategic things and talked about how those meetings, you really can't time box those because they, they need time to breathe. They need time to marinate. And so I would imagine uh, that's exactly what you're saying right there. I just need some space and I can't time box an hour to figure out the next strategic direction for the organization or where I want to go. Uh, where I want to take the business over the next five years. You got to let that, you got to let that breathe a little bit, right? Right. Exactly. All right. So are you setting any, like, what are your basic rules during the sabbatical? Everything from like email to what time are you going to bed? What time are you waking up? Uh, what are you eating? What are you drinking? What are you not eating, not drinking? All that kind of stuff. What are your rules? Great, great question. So I did, I did think of some of the, through some of those things. Um, the first thing is no alarm clock. Okay. Uh, and you know, with the two, with the two hour time change that hasn't been very, I mean, I've been waking up at like 5am. Um, so no alarm clock. Uh, I, I really want to get about nine hours of sleep a night, mm-hmm. um, which is, you know, they all, everyone says eight hours, but, um, you know, if you do some research, they, they actually recommend nine. So I'm going for that. So good sleep. Um, I'm doing, I'm pretty, I'm intentionally being active. Uh, so, uh, I'm doing some, Trail running, which I've never done before. I started upping my mileage before I came out here, um, and and so I, I wanted to get, do like a five k or ten k in like some mountain town. I thought it'd be cool, and <laughs> I ended up finding this race. I couldn't find one, but I found this one race that you run around the rim of Brighton Ski Resort. Okay, sixty seven hundred feet or so um actually it must be seven thousand feet because you cl- it's a three thousand elevation climb to over a oh. thousand feet yeah i i'm gonna be walking i imagine i'll be walking a lot but and then on the other side you actually slide down the snow uh, <laughs> and like they're hauling like i saw a video of it like they're moving so anyways, when, so i'm training for that uh that's in that's on july 3rd um so anyway i just want to be i joined a gym here uh for a month a month membership Okay. I wanted to be active because I just didn't want to sit around the house, um, you know, and, and go crazy. Um, in terms of, in terms of, uh, contact with the office, um, I removed my account from Gmail, uh, on my phone and turned Slack off, uh, deleted the LinkedIn app. So in other words, I've, I've tried to completely unplug and I, and I've, I've told the team, I said, Hey, listen, if you need me, text me. Um, I sort of joke, I say, you know, take care of the bad news and text me about the good news. Um, <laughs> so, and that, that's been pretty good. I, I did, we do um, EOS and, and I lead that. And so the first week I was here, I did an all day uh, quarterly offsite that I facilitated remotely, which went fine, but it sort of got my, the sabbatical off to a slower start than I wanted. I bet. Yeah. Uh, food wise and, and drink and all that kind of stuff. How are you thinking through that? Are you trying to do anything different there? 
Oh, so this may not be a surprise to some people, but it is to me because I've never done it. So I did, um, I ordered Blue Apron and, okay. and I got three meals a week, which gives me, you know, there's two servings per meal, right? So that gives me six dinners uh, and or lunch. So that, so I've done my first week of that. It gives me something to do at night too, an hour of cooking. And uh, that has been fabulous. Like Blue, so I don't know if you can get them to sponsor your show, but um, but uh, th- yeah, they're they're awesome. And then, um, I adopted a local brewery, uh, and it's right down the hill. Uh, the house came with an e-bike. Uh, so oh my <laughs> <God>. <laughs> I jump on my e-bike, you know, pedal assist type deal, uh, and go to the brewery and I'm getting to know the, the brewers, a former Olympian, uh, a, okay. ski, a ski jumper, two time Olympian. Like it's just, I don't know. It's just, it's, it's been pretty cool. Um, yeah, uh, so I think that you know, from eating, yeah, from eating standpoint, Blue Apron is the biggest thing. I'm trying not to like eat out all the time. Yeah, um, you know, so eat healthy and stuff. The crazy, like the way you're talking right now, Adam, you could be totally lying to me, right? Because I, I just, I don't know, right? Like we're obviously recording this remotely. I, I think you're in Utah. I can't tell. The internet's not going to tell me where you are. I don't know if this guy's an Olympian or not. I don't know. I mean, I know Blue Apron's real. I haven't seen the dogs yet. I mean, it just sounds like like you've turned into Tim Ferriss or something like that. You're living this amazing, this amazing dream. So let, let's talk about. I mean, you are out there for a purpose, and you are out there also mentally to reset. And I, and here's what I do like about this. And we talk about this on the podcast often. It's all connected, right? So everything that you're doing physically is going to impact you emotionally, spiritually, mentally. And then everything you're doing mentally. So if you're active physically, it's going to keep your your brain going, right? That's going to keep your mind going. You're, we all know how that is. You come back after a workout and you're sharp. Uh, you're thinking better. You wake up earlier, get good rest. You're just going to be, you're just going to be sharper. So I love that you're doing that. I think that's really thoughtful um, to be able to do that. So, you know, I know you're you're just ten days into this. Oh, and I can't attest to this too that you did turn off your email. I got one email from you. Then I emailed you about this podcast and. Your assistant uh, wrote back and said, Adam is on sabbatical. He would love to do this podcast when he's done. And so then I was like, well, I'm going to text him. All right. And so then I just texted you and said, you want to jump on this? I want to hear more about this. And then uh, another topic for another episode that we're going to record. So I can attest to that, that you are not on your email right now. But uh, talk about a few things that you've, you've learned. What are some insights so far in early, you know, first third of this, of this uh, sabbatical? What have, I, what have I learned so far? That's a good question. I think I think what I will find out, um, what I learned will be at like at the end of the year. Like you know, like I'm going through this now. Things are um, you know whatever you know. Life is happening. Things are happening, and I bet in about six months I'll go. Oh, the light bulb will go off. You know, yeah. One thing to mention that so I'm a I'm a challenger by nature, and I, and and I usually challenge myself the most. So like you know the the Brighton run that I'm going to do is an example, but I also, I, I've done some extended trips where, um, where I can get bored and I can get lonely. Mm. And, um, I was like, and I, and that doesn't refresh you or retard you when you come back. Right. So it, I didn't want to be so busy that I couldn't think and, and have space, but I also didn't want to be bored out of my mind. Um, although that, you know, that's, there certainly is a chance of that. So my point being is I needed something else to do. And so I, I've chosen to write a book. Uh, and, um, I, it's actually going, it's actually going pretty well, better than I thought in terms of, I thought I might be staring at the screen, you know, for hours, but, um, I'm not, it's sort of flowing and it, it's, it's fun. 
I'm getting to your question here. Um, the, the, the title of the book or the essence of the book, the working title, if you will, is, is a life that matters. Hmm. Right. And this idea of, of, of whether, you know, you, whether the reader is, you know, just doesn't feel like their life matters at all. I hope there's something there for them. Or if the reader, you know, um, feels like, yeah, Hey, my life does matter, but maybe I can get a nugget or two of, of how much more it can matter. Um, or it could matter more. Uh, you know, I hope, I hope it will help them, but guess what's happening as I'm writing this book. Uh, I, you're probably, uh, learning all again, everything that you're trying to write down, right? Or yeah. you're realizing that you can't live up to <laughs> what it is that you're writing down. <laughs> yeah, or, or I'm going, Oh crap, does my life matter? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this whole existential crisis <laughs> while you're surrounded by these two small dogs. <laughs> exactly. So, you know, part of, uh, of that book, and I won't get into that, but you know, is 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 around purpose and, um, helping uh, for me is to help men courageously live their purpose. So part of I'm, what I'm learning is like going, wait a minute, am I courageously living my purpose? Am I really mm. doing that? And so, and the answer is no, probably not to the, not to the level that I really envision that I want to. And I'm going to need to make some changes around that. Um, if, if I want to be aligned with that. So, you know, Hey, so that is one, that's one big thing, um, that I, that I've learned, um, thus far. Yeah. I love that. I love that. And I think what a great answer too that it's probably going to come at the end of the year, you know, that you probably are not going to walk out of there. Uh, I can imagine that pressure you might feel at the end of this flying home and everybody going, all right, so w- what's the great new ideas? And you're like, well, um, I wrote a book or got the first draft done, or I kind of had these insights and that's really, really uh, thoughtful. And I think probably going to end up serving you and others well, just to go, this, this might be, I'm sowing some seeds here. And the harvest might come a little bit later. Uh, I may not know, but there'll probably be a day where the, you'll see some of the connections there yeah. with all that. And but then I guess in the end, if you just got some sleep, that's not a waste either, right? No, no. And and I mean, I'm seeing a different part of the country. I'm experiencing different. You know, I'm trying to experience the locals here. Um, oh, I went golfing. <laughs> I, went, I went golfing yesterday and joined a foursome, and I met I, three of the nicest guys. Yes. Um, and, uh, you know, they, the, the host here had a, had a set of clubs. I didn't bring my own and they're like, you know, circa 1972 and the driver had a, had a shaft, a, a uniflex shaft. I've never heard of a uniflex. I don't even know what that means. So these very nice gentlemen would let me hit their driver. I mean, it, <laughs> it was, uh, you know, it's, so I'm just trying to, so all that adds up, right. And it's not going to be one thing. It's, it's a bunch of bits of data that are, I think are going to paint a picture eventually. That's awesome. All right. Uh, one last question here and then, and then I'll let you go and get back to your day here. But, um, so let's talk to the person right now who's listening to this and is just going no way. There is just no way I'll ever be able to do something like this. So what, what would you say to that person? Yeah. Another good question, Adam. Let me let me tell you a, a quick story uh, to put it into some context. I get together with some business owners uh, about once a uh, quarter for dinner, and I mentioned to, or I actually asked them. I said, "Hey, have you ever been on a sabbatical?" And they're like, "Oh, no way! I could never do that." <laughs> and, uh, and I said, "Well, why?" They're like, "I just couldn't unplug from the uh, the office for that long. Like, I'd be checking email every day. I'd have to call in. Like, I just couldn't do it." And I was like, "Oh!" And all three of them basically agreed and said that. I mean, it's a little bit group think, but. Um, and then, uh, three months later, same group. And I said, you know, I was telling them I'm doing this, I'm going on sabbatical and they're like, Oh, there's no way I could do that. 
And I, was, and I was thinking, well, yeah, we already had this conversation, but they, <laughs> three of them said, my wife would never let me do that. And they're like, oh, uh, no way. Like, can your wife hang out with my wife to talk her into so I could do this? I was like, right. So, uh, it, and again, I'm not, I'm not necessarily plugging the book because it's not even ready, even close to being ready yet. But one of the chapters is about the status quo. And I look at those two things as sort of as the status quo. And ima- I imagine all these tethers you know, attached to us, right? They're just holding us down. And like, well, I can never do that because, or I can never do that because, you know, and all these excuses and maybe, you know, answer two questions, uh, two of your questions with one answer is, is what I'm learning is you, you can really do anything. It, if you, if you question the rules or the status quo, um, it, it can be done. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm doing it. I have a wife and kids and a business, and yeah, you know, on one hand, yeah, there maybe I shouldn't be doing this, but on the other hand, I totally can be doing this, and I am doing this. Oh, and by the way, before everyone freaks out, my wife is coming out tomorrow for uh, that's great. Yes, yeah, you know, four days with me out here. So, um, so anyway, so that's I, I would just encourage people to challenge their assumptions um, because you you can't actually make it happen. I like that. That's a great answer to that. Challenge the assumptions. Here's where I thought you were going to go. Like. Okay, start small. You know, take the weekends off. Uh, put your phone away at night. Uh, take all your vacation. You know, I thought you were going to say things like that, which, or even just some of the habits that you're developing out there of be active, try to get some sleep at night, all that kind of stuff. But I like, I like that. I think your answer is better, I, and I think it's more challenging, and it'll hang with people longer. Which is challenge your assumptions. Uh, challenge those. And that's, uh, that's good. I think that'll linger for a little bit. Well, I, you bring up a good point before you go to your, uh, your, your significant other and say, Hey, I'm going to take off a month. I would have gotten away for a night or a weekend uh, yeah. before that. So that's good. Yeah. There's some training in that. Now I'm, I'm a fellow introvert as well. And I, I could easily do the weekend or a week alone a month, but I'd have to train a little bit for that. I don't think I've ever done a, 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 a well, obviously, I mean, I was single until I was 28. So there was a lot of like quote, quote months alone yeah. there, but, um, but still what you're doing, uh, I think you have to train a little bit for that. You, that's not, that's not for novices or rookies just to go immediately and take a month off by themselves. Yeah, a little bit. And, and I, th- I really do think, I think the dogs play a role in it as well. I told the owner, said, I hope your dogs are ready for a lot of conversations. <laughs> yeah, I'm talking things through with them. And, you know, so, so I you didn't have the dogs. I was in this big house by myself. That, yeah, that wouldn't be a good scenario. So yeah. That could be they, a little unhealthy. They help balance it out a little bit. Yeah. Well, Adam, you know, I've known you for a long time. Uh, you, uh, I think this is very on brand for you, right. To do this, to challenge, uh, those assumptions, to go do something different, to get away and reflect like this, to take on a project like writing a book, uh, to go through it as thoughtfully as you have gone through it. Um, and to, uh, to just sit there and go, listen, this is, I mean, in some ways you may look back in 10 years and say this, this one month was the greatest decision uh, that you ever made to give you the energy uh, that you need to be able to go and continue to lead your team, uh, provide jobs for people, make an impact in the community that I know you do up there in Greenville, spend time with people. So I'm proud of you, man. This is this is awesome and very intriguing. And that's why I wanted to get you on here today to talk about it. So thanks for your time today. You bet. Thank you for having me. And we'll see how the great experiment plays out. Absolutely. 
challenge your assumptions. That's the big takeaway. I, I really, really like that answer. And it's not, I mean, I've known Adam for 27 years. He always throws these little curveballs out there like that. And uh, like I said there at the end, I was not expecting that answer. And I love it. I think that's going to linger with me. And I hope that lingers with you as well. So don't just keep doing the same old, same old because it's the same and it's comfortable. Uh, challenge those assumptions, try to do something different and who knows what could come out of that. So thank you, Adam, for taking some time out of your busy schedule up there in Utah uh, to spend some time with us here on Here's What I'm Seeing. So now in that next episode, in the next episode, I'm going to have Adam on here again. So you're going to hear from him again because we're actually going to get around to talk about the original topic I wanted to discuss with him. So be on the lookout for that here soon. As always, today's episode was mixed and edited by the amazing team over at Sound of a Rose. You can learn more about them at soundofarose.com. That's all I got for today. We'll talk to you again next time.